Huge shout out to It's The Real. I fucking love those guys. Go listen to their podcast. I love how they started. And then Rick Ross comes in. Grenade. Ross. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Sabian Lavo. <laughs> What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to Sabian Lavo. Jeez, you guys are killing me with that. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo show. I'll be your host for this half hour. My name is Kasabian Lavo. I think I said that like way too many times. Hey, you want to follow me on Instagram? It's at Kasabian Lavo. You want to buy a house? Kasabian sells. Uh, the show page obviously is the Kasabian Lavo show. Duh. It's like everywhere across all platforms. All platforms. Uh, marketing. See me? I listen to some books and stuff. You know? You know? I hate self-promoting. Uh, before we even start the show, I have to shout out It's The Real. If you haven't listened to their podcast, uh, uh, Wasted Time, you're fucking, you're you're missing out on life. Those guys are the coolest, like, like these guys are what hip-hop birthed, okay? Everybody always thinks hip-hop is the urban and the ghetto and the this and that. Yeah, that's where the heart was. But, you know, we've influenced the entire world. And although these two kids did not grow up in the hood, like, they're not ghetto. They're not gangbangers. They don't be out there fighting. They're just two cool-ass kids that happen to fucking love hip-hop and have... Bro, their knowledge on hip-hop, people, places, things, who they know, what they've done in hip-hop is fucking very underrated and it's just not even talked about and i think these two should be talked about a lot more and as a culture you know we call ourselves a culture we need to embrace all parts of our culture i mean okay i'm gonna jump out the window these guys are like the new carson dailies okay i fucking love these guys i swear to god this episode that they just did with rick ross um first off it made me fall in love with rick ross like listening to the stories of who ross was and where he came from i learned a lot a lot. It was very, very interesting, and it was actually more in depth than I thought. I've never heard Rick Ross get into so much detail. Like it was awesome to see that they had a genuine relationship with one another, or well, them two with him, and vice versa. And it was just, it was nice. It was nice. It, it was a fucking great conversation, and and Ross was was right there with it. You know, he was intuitive. He was. You know, happy telling the stories. Like you could tell he was really reminiscent and he was giving us great information. Probably one of the best interviews I've seen in a long time or listened to, excuse me. And I want to thank them. That will go down in hip-hop history. Mark my words, that's hip-hop history. The Real with Rick Ross, that interview, that's hip-hop fucking history. All right, no more dick riding on the Xavier Lavo show, damn it. Hey, yo, it's The Real. Y'all need to come on the show. We talked about it. Y'all said y'all was. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be so aggressive. I apologize. Okay. I've learned that my aggression comes from my PTSD from being in the hood. I don't know how to react to certain things. So, uh, I'm trying not to apologize for it. I'm just trying to catch myself before I do it. 
So they don't owe me anything. They're just dope as shit. And I would love to have them on because I think they're fucking cooler than a goddamn fan. And we could just talk shit all day. And I think it's awesome. Speaking of talking shit, let's get into it. Um, I have a huge issue with perception in fame. And the idea that because you're famous, you're smart or because you've been able to make a lot of money or build a great amount of wealth, you're smart. Um, if you've been able to make a lifetime career, yes, you are smart with money. If you are two, three years in the game, you're just the fucking pop in the pan. Artists come and go all day, every day. And in all aspects, from music to TV to whatever it is, people come and go. Um, Let me say one thing. We hire politicians according to their fame, you know, to some point, it's a fame thing. Because you just, you know, you like them because they're popular, because they're out there doing things, they're promising things, so they have a fame. And you vote for the politicians to run your city and... In hopes of turning things around, taking bad neighborhoods and investing, uh, helping the school system, rearranging taxes and putting them where they need to be. You know, being adults, getting the budget, sitting down and saying, "Okay, where do we need to put this money? Not where do we want to put this money besides our fucking pockets, because that's all they do. That's another type of fame. That promise fame. When you get the promise fame. And this pseudo celebrity, well, it's not even a suit, it's a mega fucking celebrity that honestly is ill prepared. I don't want to say ill prepared. There has to be a better word. It, I want to say unprepared. I don't think ill prepared is a word. I don't think so. And if it is, just let me know. But if not, I'm going to say unprepared. And not even unprepared, just uneducated. So you're, you're taking a, a, a celebrity, Bernie Sanders. Then you're taking. The celebrity Cardi B. Put them together to have a conversation about student debt, economics, and 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 how to give people free medical care. Wonderful conversation. I challenge anyone that has that conversation to come up with a plan that does not require giving things away. What is a legitimate plan? Because you cannot just start giving shit away. Celebrity is scary. Bernie Sanders has written a great book. Every fucking person that talks about that book is completely engulfed in the book. So he wrote a good fucking book. But Bernie Sanders also lives in a fucking bubble. It's scary. You cannot do free college. I've said this time and time again. Fuck college. We need to invest in our high schools and middle schools and make sure these kids are prepared for the world because college does not prepare you for the world. Nor does high school, nor does middle school. But if we want to start something free, we already have something free. It's called elementary, middle, you know, the primary school. It's free. Your basic education. Well, we need to increase our basic education because the basic education, it's changed. That's evolved. We keep changing it and dumbing it down. No, we need to push these fucking kids and make them smarter and stronger mentally. We have a nation of fucking weak crybabies 
that are afraid to fucking make the next move. They really are. They're fucking afraid because they think that the world's going to be over in 12 years. Then they're told it's a fucking joke. So they're having like abandonment issues because the leaders that are leading them are telling them that not only this country's a piece of shit, this country hates you. If you're a minority at any type of whatever, there's an ism attached to whatever you are, you identify as, somebody hates you. They want you dead. You're not going to fucking thrive. You'll never do shit in your life that's amazing. It's not going to happen without our help. There's no free thinkers. There's no, hey, that don't sound right. How do we pay for everybody's shit? But who pays for it? How come that question never really comes up and makes real sense? We're going to make the rich people pay. What happens when you become rich people? That's the real question. What happens when you become rich people? Don't you think it's sad that at 30 plus people are taking jobs at fast food restaurants because there isn't any real work in their city and the school system failed them? Our school systems are failing our children. They are not preparing them for the world. Our kids do not understand credit. Our kids do not understand FICO. <coughs> Excuse me. Our kids do not understand money. Our kids don't know shit that we don't teach them. Because in school, I'm, I'm, I'm highly disappointed. College? Bro, pull an 18-year-old that's stuck in his ways out and say, okay, I'm going to put you in school and you get to pick whatever you want. I'm sorry, but at 18, I made a lot of stupid fucking decisions. I don't see how the fuck I could choose what I want to do for the rest of my life at 18. I'm sorry. It just, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work. And I know it's hard to tell teenagers because I was that teenager, but it's hard to look at a teenager and say, hey man, your fucking brain ain't going to be developed until you're 25. But unfortunately... That's the case. So we need to push that narrative a lot harder. These children are making moves and doing things that aren't necessarily good for them, but they're told that it's good for them, and they're putting themselves in dire fucking situations. The amount of debt that they take on for going to school and getting into a career that isn't a real career. You're letting them down by allowing them to take fucking classes on shit that won't help them make money. The only reason you go to school is to make money. They need to call... The place where you go to just learn for fun, some other shit. It ain't school. I love learning. Not necessarily everything I learn will make me money. But school should primarily be for making money, understanding money, how to survive, how to get a job, how to apply your skills, your God-given talents, understanding why this country is as good as it is and why you can prosper to billions and billions and billions of dollars like so many that have come before you. That's not taught. We're too busy teaching sex to babies. Let that sink in. We're fighting to teach babies about sex? Six, seven years old? Are you... Really? How about write a check? How about pay taxes? Fill out a W-9. Fill out a tax form. Not use the computer for it. How about understand why things work the way they work? They, 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 don't, they don't do that. They don't care. They don't care. It's, it's a very fucking wanderlusty uh, society right now as far as fucking education. It's the weirdest shit ever. 
You go to school to learn how to fucking be productive in society. It is what it is, but that's the basic fucking premise. You learn one plus one is two, ABCs and all that bullshit. Look, I'm not proud of it, but I can't fucking read good because I can't fucking spell. And I've never been able to fucking read. I, I, I'm audible as shit. I, I, I hate reading because it takes me a long time and I'm not really good at it. But it's the truth. And I'm not ashamed. I mean, yeah, it's embarrassing sometimes. But in reality, I'm just like, hey, man, fuck it. It's my weakness. But I know it and I understand it. But not being able to read good is because I can't spell. Not being able to spell makes it harder. Well, it used to make it harder for me to make music. Couldn't spell. Couldn't make shit rhyme. It was a fucking pain in the ass. I could freestyle like a motherfucker, but I couldn't put it together on paper. Now, different story. A lot better, especially because of the phones and shit. But, hey, technology, shout out. We all use it. Kiss my ass. It's um, it's just, it's sad that we fight for free college, but you you have to look at what you're fighting for. Free college. What is it exactly that you're going to get taught that's going to give you a job? Like, are we teaching these people real jobs? Like, do you understand that the laborer may be one of the highest paid jobs in a few years because nobody wants to do it? The laborer, you know, the construction worker, the guys that you look down on, those guys may be the highest fucking paid because the nerd jobs are becoming common. Let's just be honest. Everybody's doing code because it's easy. You sit on your fucking ass, you click clack away. I get it. It's hard. It's a mental job, but it's not a strenuous uh, um there's no body effort it's all mental that's fine but in society in all reality and and, and just being honest with one another we need a society of workers legitimate workers which consists of building you know hitting moving pushing grabbing lifting nailing painting shit like that uh digging you know doing shitty fucking jobs in a hundred plus weather with jeans on and a button down because you don't want to have fucking sunburn and you're slamming a goddamn uh uh iron bar into the ground so you can bust a rock that's in the way of your pipe those jobs the shitty ones that nobody wants to do you know the grease monkeys that get all fucked up they're disappearing i keep telling you guys if you want to start a business start a handyman business go out there and paint houses go out there and fix toilets go out there and fucking wash windows what happened to washing windows? People have filthy windows. We need to create new habits. We don't create new habits and new narratives. That's what I'm saying. We need to create the new narrative that, hey, in all honesty, we, we've been coming up with this shit every day. We just keep coming up with new shit every day. And guess what? We fucked up with the brain thing. Although 18, you're an adult, to be honest with you, you should count, console your fucking parents. That should be your counsel until 25. And honestly, until 30. And I think it should be almost mandated just so you can keep these fucking kids out of trouble. That's all I'm saying. I mean, and I'm not overreaching, but my son goes, Dad, I have two electives. I took Spanish and French. I say, get the fuck out of French. Go take a computer class. Go take a code class. Go take something that has to do with electronics. That's fine as you want to learn a language. Fine, but one that's more useful. Spanish is amazing. I did a shitty job at teaching him Spanish. Fuck me, right? All right, shit happens. He's still he's still young. He'll learn. But I would rather he learn Spanish than fucking French, and I would rather he learn how to do some type of coding or learn how to do some type of design on computers. I think it's great for them to be creative on both paper and computers because that's just where we are. It's amazing to see that my babies are starting to do things that I do. My eldest daughter is into interior design. She has a fucking a knack for this. It's amazing. She's just the most wonderful little person. 
that I made that pisses me off more than pretty much any other person in the universe because she's a lovely asshole and that's my baby but she has an eye and she has creativity and it's it's like it sparks it it's fun to watch i'm just you know it was first singing and then it was dancing and then she'd do little comedy stuff and i was like damn i didn't know where they were gonna land and now it seems like this is what she wants to do is interior design i'm like that's awesome then my youngest daughter she has always been the most artistic the most creative and she's gotten into doing Photoshop and, and just picture manipulation and editing on her phone with a stylus. <sighs> Dude, I do design every day. I'm When we're done here, I'll sit down with a couple of people and we'll come up with a cover and then we'll put it together and knock it out and this, that, and the third, right? That's what we do. Um, To see that they're taking it on on their own because I don't like to teach them. If they want to learn, I'll teach them. But I don't like to be like, here, do this, do that. No, no, no. I just want to see what they do on their own so we can help cultivate that and make it better. My daughter wants to get into interior design. I have an interior design firm. She knows that she can run that. And But I'll, I'll first off, I'm not just going to give her the company and say, here, knock it out. No, fuck that. She has to earn it and learn it because I want her to have her own vision. I want her to have her own look. I don't want her to copy my look. I don't want my daughter to have to copy anything I do. Do whatever you want to do. I mean, if I've already done it, that's one thing. But to say that she doesn't have her own unique look and style, no, nah, fuck that. My daughter needs to have her own everything. I want her to be able to provide for herself in a way that she would never need me. And if she ever did, of course, I'm there. But I just want to teach her that, yo, you you could do it. You could do it. And it's funny because, you know, when I talk about these leaders that love to bash things, the first thing that fucking comes to mind is when they talk about women. It's funny that if a Republican woman wins a seat, there's no congratulations. It's funny. You know, uh, it, what happened to women power? Women are women, regardless to what politics, then what this and that. It don't matter. Black women that are fucking Republicans get ignored. Hispanic women that are Republicans that have seats in the House are getting ignored. Aren't we supposed to be proud that there's women in these seats? What happened to that? I'm just saying it's so weird. You want to run a country that's trash. Why? Who the fuck wants to do that? So you're telling me you're going to tell everybody else what to do, but you can't get your job done. Kamala Harris in California. What the fuck have they done in California? Oh, Elijah Cummings, Baltimore. What the fuck have you done in Baltimore? Elon uh, Omar, what has she done? Rashid, she's in Michigan. The water's still fucked up. I don't think you have a right to say anything about anybody. Why don't you guys start barking on them for the shit that they're not doing? They're not doing their fucking job. They want to tell us how to do things in places that don't have nothing wrong. Like the fact that people from California continue to come to Las Vegas and insist on doing shit the California way. Bro, they run out here because it doesn't work. And then they want to bring the trash ass policies and ideas here to fuck shit up here. Don't come fucking it up here. It works fine here. But I'm not going to sit back and let nobody criticize. Bro, if you can't do your job, you do not have the right to say shit. And you should be fired by the people. Fired. Those suits look real expensive. And there's a lot of fucking people in your city on drugs. What the fuck are you going to do about it? 
I'm not holding back. That's not that, bro. It's it's the saddest shit that I've ever seen. It really is. Unfortunately, not everybody can make it out. But given opportunity is one thing. When you don't have opportunity and there's really no way out, you turn to the next best thing. The greatest escape is drugs. This bothers me about my fellow uh, correspondents and media types. Uh, I'm I'm ghetto. Like, I'm really ghetto. I'm hood. These tattoos don't rub off. I, ne- I didn't get these tattoos to be cute. I'm 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 real ghetto. I'm street. It's it's unfortunate because you see the way I reacted earlier where it sounded like I was really aggressive and I was real Ur. I can't help that. And, and and it it takes a lot from me to hold that back and not be and I know it's stupid or it sounds stupid, but I mean that's the, I grew up in that jungle and this is what you get. So it bothers me when I hear like Rush talk about the wire. I'm like, well, Rush, you don't get it. You didn't live that life. You may have heard of it. But unless you've had a one-on-one encounter with it or multiple encounters with it or even knew someone like myself that came from that to reference it from, maybe that way, you know, you would be able to express yourself better. But to understand the wire, bro, I sold drugs. You talk down on the wire. It ain't that we shitting on the pigs or the police or whatever. No, 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 no. It's survival. If anything, you should open your eyes and really see what we did and what we had to do to survive. The system fucks us. When they put us on food stamps, they make us need. When they put us on housing, they make us feel like we're fucking nothing. You get scolded for doing better. You get overly questioned and they get inside of your life, but they don't help you. They're not caseworkers. They're just employees that are pissed. Pissed off fucking employees that look down on you when you're going through a hard time. Your leader, Elijah Cummings, wants to come out and talk shit about Trump. But there's people in the streets of Baltimore wearing diapers and and slamming fucking heroin every day. The nerve. The fucking nerve. Ocasio-Cortez ran off Amazon. Way to go. Tons of money, tons of revenue coming into that damn state. Fuck that all up. Talk too fucking much. Like I said, the water in Michigan still fucked up. 9-11 wasn't just something that some people did and some people got hurt. I can't accept that. Why do you want to lead if you hate it so much? And you're not leading. You see, what's going to start happening is that the people are going to start to see that Trump has been honest this whole time. Hate him or love him. He's just he's brash. He fucking spits it out. And there it is. But the economy is now doing better than it's ever done. It may not be in your city, but there's many cities that are showing great growth. And I know a lot of people that are doing very well. If you don't understand the tax code and how to do taxes, don't bitch about the new tax code. Um, I know people go, oh, I'm not saving money. Uh, You have to literally put them side by side and show me where, why, and how. You know, and Obamacare is still there. That's fucking up all type of shit still. 
you know, we live in a country that they don't force us to do anything. Like, you don't have to have a driver's license. But if you get pulled over, you're sure as hell fucked if you were breaking the law and you don't have one. You see what I'm saying? It's a special place. Right? The opportunities are given. Fewer than others. Let's let's be honest. Like, I can say that. I think there's... I understand... When people say that when you come from a bad neighborhood, we don't get the same opportunities. I think we do get the same opportunities, but our culture of living in bad neighborhoods is of shitting on each other. You know, we we make fun of the person that's doing better for themselves. We we ridicule those who get jobs. We look down upon those who do things the right way. We basically uh, have turned living life and paying bills and having a job into a fucking a mockery. And we glorify, you know, the rapper, the money, the the big bling, the this, the that, the third, because that's all we know. Because we've been told and programmed. And then you, what you have is a whole fucking genre of, uh, um, and I, to me, and I, I say genre because I feel like it's just a different type of flavor in the hood than in a place that doesn't have money. There's a difference. See, like there's levels to poor. <laughs> You have people that make great money, great money, but are poor. Don't let it fool you. The guy in the Mercedes Benz, he's in debt. He has a big house, pays a shitload a month. He don't got no money to go out shopping. Just because he makes a lot of money doesn't mean that he's rich. He's poor, very poor, going through his own demons. We just happen to live in a place that our poor comes with you can't because the white man said we can't and they won't let us. Right? That's what we're taught, that they won't let us. I said, why not? I question a lot. A lot of shit didn't make any sense to me. What do you mean I can't get a license for a business? What do you mean that I can't own something? Why can't I sell houses? Why can't I buy land? How much would it cost for me to open a casino? Why can't I build my own neighborhood and run it and and offer jobs? No one ever had an answer for me when I asked all these questions. It's it's very disheartening that we all live in the same country. We all really do have the same opportunities. It just your environment really determines what happens. Wall Street runs from Manhattan through the Bronx and Wall Street in the Bronx is not the same Wall Street that it is in Manhattan can you make it out yeah how educate yourself because you got the deaf leading the blind Cardi B's talking to fucking Bernie Sanders about fucking what you never went to no goddamn college shorty you you're famous for what you're doing let's hope you last you know these are the people that always say that Donald Trump is a failure let me tell you something. When you're a failure, your name disappears from all those buildings. So you can't fail for fucking 60 years, for 50 years of your life. That's not a thing. Because Trump's name is still big as fucking all these buildings. Montgomery Ward disappeared. Never to be seen again. You see what I'm saying? That's a failure. Gone. Name another Montgomery Ward. Toys R Us is gone. They're coming back. Singular Wireless. Gone. You see what I'm saying? Let's really talk failures when it comes to, to, 
to sitting around talking politics. You can't inform anybody until you fucking know what you're talking about. And listening to a socialist, if you're Dominican, Puerto Rican, and you think socialism and communism is any good, go ask our fucking brothers and sisters in Cuba. Let me know what they tell you. Let me know how nice they got it with their brand new cars. Go ahead, let me know. Trump's a racist? Fine. Trump's a racist. Then what are you? I hear Baltimore split in half. One part of Baltimore does great. The other part does terrible. And it all belongs to the same dude. He's in charge of the whole fucking place. Why can't he do his job? You see, when I wanted to run for governor of Puerto Rico and I was saying everything I was saying, this was four years ago. And now look where we are. Now they're protesting and they got rid of the fucking governor. Now they're looking for a new one and the new one doesn't even want to fucking take the job. I wanted the job, but I don't want to move to Puerto Rico. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm I'm Vegas. I want to, I love Nevada. I want to fix this or not even fix. I just have ideas for things that we can do and make it better here. Improve life. I think quality of life is everything. I think that should be the goal in life. Not how we do or what we do. Just our quality of life. Your job might not be the best, but it pays great and you live like a fucking king. See, it's, it's yin and yang. I want to run for, for governor of Nevada. I want to do it here, home. I want to help Puerto Rico. I just feel like I'm an outsider, no matter. No matter how it is, I'm an outsider. I would love to do... I mean, if I could... Um, be on like a panel or or be there as like some type of, I don't know, some type of different type of official that would just bring ideas to the table. And I mean, you know, we could put them together and implicate them. It, uh, imp- oh, you saw that? Oh, I got stupid. I can't, I don't even know what the fucking word is. But yeah, I would love to be on like a panel of some sorts where I can help. Yeah, I would love to help. But I want to do Nevada. I want to be the governor of Nevada. I want to take a swing at all this stuff. I really do. I think I can help. All right, beautiful people. I'm off to go watch that debate and laugh. Hey, let's smoke every time we hear something negative. We're going to get thought the fucked up. I was going to chew gum, but that is fucking horrible. All right, beautiful people. My name's Xavier Lavo. Live in the moment. One.